Lucrae right now, you locked in with Generation Motivation, my man Jay Money. I tried to warn them, told them it was coming, but they ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. They tried to knock it, but they couldn't stop it, because they ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. All right, hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Now we, we're um, starting part two of uh, this special episode, Black History episode of uh, Generation Motivation, the podcast. Um, you know, I'm sitting here with my mother and father, uh, Robert and Esther Snipes, and, and we were just kind of talking about uh, what black history means to them, having lived through so many historical uh, events throughout their lifetime and just kind of breaking some things down. So um, I know we touched a lot on like the, the educational aspect with y'all both being teachers and having taught through segregation and integration and both having gone to, uh, you know, HBCUs and, and things of that nature. But, but, but like dad, what you were saying also, there were other aspects, um, you know, obviously that we hadn't touched on, like, you know, even with, you know, I'm now big on music. Now it, it was kind of cool, you know, when you would tell stories of some of the, the icons that y'all actually got to see perform live just 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 drop a few of the names that y'all were able to see okay um we're talking about we've seen uh west montgomery nina simone uh glory lynn uh i know i know james brown marvin gay we've seen james brown right in fit marvin gay that's right in the 50s we saw Marvin Gaye, uh, the Platters, uh, the Teenagers, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, B.B. King. Booker Robinson. Uh, we've also seen uh, some of the great comedians back during the day. We saw Red Fox. Right, right. It Well, why you why you why you thinking about war now? I mean, now back in those days, like the circuit. Now is this when when they were talking about you know like the Chitlin circuit? Chitlin circuit. <laughs> you y'all y'all ever heard of like the Chitlin circuit in terms of like when the artists would, you know, when they would travel from you know, well, African American artists would travel from, you know, small. Uh, you know, black clubs back in the day, they would call it the Chitlin, Chitlin Circuit. It, yeah, we heard it now. We heard it the Chitlin Circuit. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't, have, didn't even have uh, good hotels some of them way back in there to stay in a lot of times. One of the most well-known of, uh, places during that time, actually, the Pala. The Pala? Yeah. In New York and also the Royal Theater on Pennsylvania Avenue in Baltimore. And uh, those were some of the most, there, there were a lot of others, but those were some of the most well-known ones. Of course, all places basically had them, though. We saw Marvin Gaye in, in Wildwood, New Jersey. We saw Marvin Gaye, yeah, at the hurricane. Hey, so, so question for you. So now back in, back in that time, I mean, they were famous or were they kind of starting out? 
Well, back during that time, they were famous. famous. Plus, another thing, uh, individuals, and I'm I'm coming in there. Of course, I'm jumping. We also seen Bo Diddley and Chuck Berry. Wow. Mm. They that- were uh, most of Isaac. I mean, Isaac Hayes was famous. Oh, we saw or, Isaac, uh, Marvin Gaye was famous. Was All famous. of them were Marvin famous, when, famous we, yeah. when we saw them. Mm-hmm. They were. Mm-hmm. They weren't just starting out. That's right. So I mean, so how was that though? I mean, because you know, obviously, it's it's a lot different nowadays with social media and 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 all of that stuff, um, and and television, you know, with the music videos and um, the publicity that they get now. But like, how was that to be able to see, you know, those artists? And they were performing in clubs though. It wasn't even like like an auditorium per se. It was more like just like in clubs. That's what I'm saying. Like these are people. I mean, I mean these are icons. These are legends. You know, these are are you know these are artists that the artists nowadays um, pay homage to. But for y'all to be able to see like to see a, a, a you know someone like a James Brown just in a club, you know, doing this thing. That's I mean that's that's amazing to me. I have to look that up. James Brown, James Brown could dance in him. He could get down right there. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, and like you said, the comedians, I mean, someone like a Red Fox, man, that's, that's, wow. I saw Red Fox and Nipsey at the parlor in New York City. Okay. Now, for y'all to see those entertainers, back then and then for you to see you know someone like a red fox have his own television show you know Sanford and Son or for them to be you know considered icons and stuff now like what I mean that's just I mean how y'all were actually there seeing them as they were kind of like you said it wasn't necessarily not necessarily starting their careers out but they were already famous, and was it more so they were famous, you know, in the black community, or were they, you know, famous, you know, you know, nationally? 
they were famous in the black community, but perhaps, Jay, a lot of those black artists, they were famous in the white community, too. Even though the audience might have been segregated, but a white, lot of white people went for black music. And that goes back for many, many days, almost during the days of slavery. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, I mean, whether we talk about the blues, like Muddy Waters, uh, some of them. Uh, jazz. Who, baby? Jazz. Yeah, jazz way back during the day. A lot of those. Right. Yeah, I remember, you know, us going to see B.B. King back in the day when he came to the Fairview. That's right. You know. B.B. King, that's right. How does it feel? And I, it's hard for me, it, like even phrasing some of these questions when I say, how does it feel? But just to see, you know, African-Americans as billionaires now, when, you know, back in the day we were picking cotton. Now they're, you know, actually billionaires. Now, you know, African-Americans have power, whether it be with, you know, as a whole, with our dollar being able to, you know, affect spending, with our vote being able to try to, uh, you know, even the playing field, um, with our trends, with our, uh, you know, record labels, with, I mean, movies. I mean, you have Tyler Perry doing all kinds of stuff, bringing, you know, Hollywood to Atlanta. I mean, it's, you know, just in my lifetime, I've seen these advances, but you know, to go for 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 African Americans to advance to the to the point of being billionaires, like I mean, I know it's just something that y'all couldn't y'all could never even imagine. No, even a one to have a station like Oprah to have her uh, network, right? Network to have somebody like that, you never would have thought that that would happen. Not in my lifetime, but you know, it has and. And it has done very well. Yeah, and I think, Jay, a lot of things now, when you look back at it, uh, I mean, those things you didn't even think anything about. The reason why, because being in our world, I mean, for us, we didn't know anything, so we had a good world. We had an enjoyable uh, world coming up, and so consequently, uh, that's almost like... Uh, that's all we knew. That's, that's, all we, that's all we knew now, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the people in China, I'm sure Chinese feel the same word about that question in China. They don't know anything else. So, so I think more or less uh, it all depends, actually, on your environment, though. And don't you let anybody fool you, though. If you would come up in a particular environment and there are uh, whatever it might have been, if destiny had put you in another environment, 
then you would be enjoying it too. Right. Uh, if you grew up a Japanese in, in Japan, then you would be enjoying that culture. I mean, that's just a way of life, though. You know, one thing, um, like the kids uh, asked me, um, and, we, you know, say when we watch movies that show, you know, things that happen throughout history, whether it be like Selma, with, you know, showing Dr. King and some of the racism and segregation or slavery and stuff like that. You know, they always ask me, um, do I think I could have lived throughout that time period? You know, and I, and it's, it's, it's so far removed because of where we are now. It's like, man, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, if you were born in that time period, I, I mean, I guess you learned to adapt to that time period. But I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even imagine, um, you know, having to sit there and, and pick cotton or, you know, fall in love with somebody and, 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 and that person, you know, be snatched away from you and, and go to another plantation. Or, I mean, I, you know, just, you know, just being a child and, <clears throat> saying that you can't fraternize with, you know, this person because of the color of your skin or you can't eat here or you got to go through the back door or like I can't even I can't even fathom, you know, having to live through that type of uh, uh, time period. You you see it on television and you read about it and you see documentaries and you hear firsthand accounts. And so, you know, it happened. But, you know, a lot of times you take for granted what you have now because you never had to go through something like that, you know? Hey, plus another thing, though, I look at a lot of situations uh, uh, back then or whatever, there's no doubt in my mind, I would have been a part of the Underground Railroad. Right. And I just feel like that, and plus I feel like I would have been one of them, one of them violent slaves. <laughs> right. Think about Militant. Right. And when I rode 
the bus. I rode the bus all the time. From here and there, we had to go to the back, even if there were not but two white people in the front part. We had to go in the back, past where that a second, where the back door was, where you got off, step off the bus. We had to sit behind, past that. Right. Even if it was one person up there, we had to go on to the back. You know. Right. So I people think today, how could you do that? I wouldn't do that, but that's how it was, and so we didn't argue anything. We just went on back there. That's that's what it. That's the way it was at that time. And if you at the at the bus station, you went on your side, and the other, you know, the whites went on their side, and we went on our side, even though our side wasn't as nice, wasn't as clean always. The same thing we. We have a train station down here, and we used to go there all the time because we switched buses there. We go on the side of the train station where black went in, and then there was another side for white that was facing the Hay Street side. Theirs was larger, cleaner, and everything. We, uh, and it, and it's bus stations and things, and we wanted something to eat. You had to go up to a window in some places to get get your a little snack while you want it, and then going out with your hand carried on around there, I guess, to the black side to eat it or whatever. Right. You didn't go in and sit down like, you know, the other people did. But you know what, Jay? Mm-hmm. Like doing knowing me now, a lot of this stuff I wouldn't have taken. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have been a part of the Underground Railroad, and I would have been a part of any visit that, uh, that, uh, that Individual like John Brown, I would I just thinking of how I am and this and that. I wouldn't take, and a lot of blacks died because they didn't take it either. Yes, some died. Yeah. Let me ask you this, now, and this just kind of popped into my mind, and I, I don't know. If this, this might take a, a second to to kind of think on, but throughout your lifetime, and I guess maybe both of y'all can you know answer this individually if you want to. What What do you think has been the most significant event that's brought about change? I think I too significant in well, I think integration, getting together has brought about change in a lot of stuff. Just integration itself has brought about a lot of change. And, uh, you know, when uh, we started I say black started to step up and start integrating and fighting for stuff, I think that brought about a, a lot of changes, too. Yeah, I think integration overall has brought about the most significant changes because we have integrated with each other. We learned more about each other and and had a chance to talk and so forth. So I think that brought about a lot of change. What about you? Well, yeah, integration, yeah, and I think a lot of uh, things brought about change because a lot of individuals start uh, carrying out the true meaning of Christianity. In other words, when they look to Christianity, then there again they start obeying, you know, uh, the the principles of, of being a Christian, though, and I think that brought about change, too, mm. because even now... Uh, I don't know anything about a lot of people in a lot of them foreign countries, but when I look at them, son, I look at those individuals over there, whether they we, whether they more or less in those areas of the world or, or those heavily populated.
latest areas of the world. I look at them and I think they're human beings like I am, so there's no way in the world I would do anything that should try to hurt them. Right. Right. Um, you know what? And I trust me, it's it's a hundred thousand topics I could probably uh, touch on. Uh, but before I wind it down, did, was there anything else that y'all wanted to touch on in regards to Black history, or just your upbringing, or anything else you wanted to shed light on? I guess I guess I'm gonna wind it down. You know, I'm gonna wind it down, and 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 uh, you know, just like all my previous episodes, it's two specific questions I like to ask uh, to close out the interview. The first one is, what do you want your legacy to be? Okay, this and this is more or less generalizing, but my legacy I would like to be remembered as a person. <laughs> right. All right. Hey, what about you, Mom? Well, I'd like to be uh, remembered as a, a as a kind, thoughtful, helpful person, and I'd like to um, think I've been a wonderful mother, wonderful wife, and a great teacher. Okay. Also, I'd like to say, you know, I get. Getting back to not necessarily my legacy, but as in my family, I was the first person in my family to get a college, to go to college and get a college education, and I would think that I'd set a good example for others, and I've helped others in in my family to, uh, you know, go to college and uh, try to motivate them so they would want to go and do something so they could improve their situation. Right, setting that foundation. Yes. Gotcha. One thing about, one thing about it, what a man or woman will get in uh, his or her head, can't nobody take it, brother. Right. 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 Um, well, and, and then I, I guess my, my final question, 
Uh, oh, I want you know I want to touch on one more thing before that. I was gonna say um, also uh, um, that you know we were talking about Dr. King and and you're talking about the civil rights leaders and this and that. We we failed to mention um, uh, uh, Reverend uh, Joseph Lowry. He, that's what I say. I was gonna say, yeah. He 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 was at your retirement. He spoke at your retirement and and, and uh, honored you. So I thought that was and you know with him obviously passing what last year was it last year he passed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, he was. Hmm? He was trying to tell somebody else. He come to your retirement. I know he was in my retirement. Huh? I got I got the pictures there and there. Yeah. Yes, definitely. William and uh, Jose William and what's my boy? Uh, God, give me another one, Jay. Um, <laughs> uh, um, Abernathy. That's right. <laughs> And so my final, my final uh, question, is, you know, with the podcast being Generation Motivation, um, how do you feel as though you're motivating or motivated your generation? Well, and, I did. When I thought, I felt like I motivated them because a lot of those went on to do a lot of positive things. So, and I've had a lot of con- uh, correspondence throughout the years mm-hmm. and whatever that position everyday mother and father in other words they have given me a uh, certain amount of credit because I didn't know it at the time but I might have said one line or two or three lines and there again they kept that in the mind all them years and they moved towards uh, those lines that I had expressed or something whether it was a goal objective in life or something and then there again that made them sort of successful and I, I definitely think I had some type of imprint on that. Guided them in their careers. Right. Same, same with you, Mom? Well, I think as an educator and so forth, I think even though I started with children when they were young, I think that was a motive. It was motivating. It was motivation. We just get out there as a, to be a teacher and get out there and uh, help help children get a good start in life and education and uh, to stick with it. Right. Stick with for 31 years. <clears throat> I think, and I think during that time, a lot of kids were motivated. I tried to motivate them to be their best even at that time. Right. Well, um, I, and you know what, and I want to say this before I sign off. Hey, I definitely appreciate both of you uh, for motivating me, you know, throughout my lifetime, always, you know, telling me, um, you know, that anything can be accomplished, you know, as long as I continue to, uh, you know, work towards it. You know, the conversation throughout the household, you know, in terms of with myself and, and my older brother, 
You know, it was basically just that. Hey, I mean, you, you're just as good as anyone else. You know, always, you know, walk with your head high. Always be confident. Um, you know, anything you set your mind to, you 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 can achieve as well. So I, I definitely appreciate uh, both of you for continuing to mold me, not just from birth, but I'm talking about now, you know, being uh, being there for me to be able to, you know, talk through fatherhood, um, you know, talk through, uh, you know, being an uncle, talk through being, uh, you know, head of the household, talk through, you know, being a coach, talk through, you know, being in the work, in the work world, talk through being an African-American male in society. Um, so I definitely appreciate uh, both of y'all for building that foundation in me. Um, you know, I, I give y'all credit for this platform that I have in this podcast because y'all, y'all motivated me to, uh, use my voice to continue to strive to try to, you know, touch others. So I think, um, I think in my eyes, I think that's what your legacy is. Just, uh, you know, the way that y'all were able to motivate, not just in the classroom and not just in the community, eh, but also in the household to be able to, you know, raise two strong sons to to continue to carry on that legacy. And, I'm, you know, both of us are, uh, doing our best to try to walk in your footsteps and, 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 and do the same for our household. So I, I definitely appreciate both of y'all, and I love y'all for that. Thank you. We love you. We, you. we appreciate you, too. And we, yes, and we have been very proud of you the whole right. your whole lifetime, and you all have made us very, very proud of, you, of having you as sons. Yes. So, yep, so I definitely appreciate it, and, uh, and I appreciate y'all taking the time to uh, – you know, shine some light on um, on black history and, 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 and black present. And, you know, where do you think we're going in, in black future? Right. <laughs> so, but, um, hey, with that being said, I, I, hey, once again, I thank everyone for tuning in uh, to another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. Hey, please continue to, um, please continue to check back every week. Uh, you know, I, I it's all about inspiring. It's all about motivating. It's all about using the platform uh, for a greater cause. It doesn't matter how how big your platform is. Hey, if you have one, use it, and everyone does. So, uh, hey, until next week, hey, be safe and uh, keep striving. <laughs>